Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Steelers fans, it's the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. This is Jeremy Betts, happy to be with you again for another episode of this podcast, the BehindTheSteelCurtain.com podcast network includes this show and so many others. If you are looking for Steelers news, Steelers related content, look no further than BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all of your podcast needs regarding your Pittsburgh Steelers. If this is the first podcast you've had a chance to listen to, maybe you are a fantasy football fan and a Steelers fan and you saw this and you thought you might check it out, go ahead and check out all the other shows. You're going to find other things that you love and enjoy from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. One of my favorites is... Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride podcast, and I always check out the previews and post games as well just to get some fellow Steelers fans' perspective on the game that was or that will be. So I'd encourage you to check it all out. Go online as well to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for some online content. New articles every day, um, multiple times a day. You will not be sorry for checking it out. Guys, it's almost the new year. It's almost 2022. I can't believe it. I can't believe those words are exiting my mouth. So much has happened in 2021. I have a one-year-old now. Um, We moved into a new house that we just bought in August. So life is good. There have been so many wonderful things in 2021. And uh, I'm looking forward to 2022 to see what comes my way, what comes my family's way. And what comes our way here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and this podcast. I'm excited to see some different things that might be changing, some updates, and maybe even a new show from me once the fantasy football season is over. Still working on some details there. We will keep you posted on this podcast and other content as well. But with New Year's coming up, there's always going to be the... With the restart of of life with the new year, if you will, um, there's always questions about, man, what can I change? What do I need to do better? How can I be a better person for 2022? We call them New Year's resolutions, right? And nobody sticks to them. Those who do are really few and far between, and they are really committed people who have uh, a lot of of gusto gumption and motivation inside them to get things done usually new year's resolutions involve diets workouts changes in behavior new habit forming and all that good stuff but i don't want to talk about those kinds of new year's resolutions i want to talk about some fantasy football 
New Year's resolutions for Week 17. It will be 2022 when Week 17 kicks off on Sunday. There is a game on on Thursday, obviously, um, to keep an eye on on that. But uh, for Sunday football, it will be the new year. So some resolutions for Week 17. We're going to go ahead and start with a positive. We're going to jump into resolutions to play these fringe players in fantasy football okay i if i have these guys on my roster i want them in my lineup for week 17 whether i'm in a championship whether i'm pushing for a consolation prize or a third place prize just so i'm not last right that's what we don't want to be in fantasy football um week 17 new year fantasy football resolutions I'm resolving first off at the quarterback position to play Taysom Hill versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Taysom Hill did not have a great outing the last time we saw him two weeks ago uh, from a fantasy perspective, but he was dealing with some ailments and a lot of his uh, teammates were out with COVID-19. So we're, we're seeing... Uh, a chance for him to come back. He's got always, or he's always got that high rushing floor that you can bank on getting some good numbers out of. And uh, the possibility to score touchdowns is also there. Taysom Hill versus Carolina is not the greatest matchup in the world, but it's one that I think being a divisional matchup, you can uh, get a, a pretty decent idea of what he can do based on how he's, handled his regular appearances for your fantasy football team. Carolina's defense is pretty good. Um, They're not a pushover by any means, but because of Taysom Taysom Hill's rushing floor, you can uh, drop him in there with uh, reasonable expectation for him to have a good game. I'm resolving to play Taysom Hill this week if I have him on my roster. We're going to jump to some running backs now. I've got Daryl Williams versus the Cincinnati Bungles, who are not bungling right now, they're playing good football and look to be the front runners for the AFC North and a tough out for any team in the playoffs. But Daryl Williams of the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be pushed back into the prominent role that he had when Clyde Edwards-Alaire was out earlier this year. Edwards-Alaire is out again and will not play this week. Daryl Williams jumps into a top 15 role at the running back position. Against the Cincinnati defense, that is tough, but the way he is used in the passing game and the fact that he will not have as many, uh, as much competition for secondary reps um, like he takes from CEH when he's on the field, I think you see Daryl Williams maybe even jump into the top 10 conversation this week as we approach uh, the start of the Uh, fantasy football week so I would have him in my lineups if you have him on your roster I also I also like Rashad Penny uh, from Seattle versus the Detroit Lions this week Um, he got a lot of good run uh, this last week and I think that continues again here he should be a viable top 25 running back an RB2 uh, with uh, some room for RB1 uh, numbers against a soft Detroit Lions defense A good matchup there. Rashad Penny is somebody I'm resolving to play this week if I've got him on my roster. He might be somebody you can pick up to fill in for a COVID-19 miss or uh, an injury 
miss as well. So uh, Rashad Penny, keep him on your radar and lock him into your lineup if you have him on your team. I also like Boston Scott versus the Washington football team. As a flex in some deeper leagues, uh, he's a good play as well if you've got some injury problems. Uh, but I, I really do like Boston Scott, what he's able to do in that offense. And you could also throw in Kenneth Gainwell here as well, uh, all for the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington football team. It's a really good matchup for the Eagles this week, and that running game is how they get things done. So Boston Scott uh, for sure is going to have a prominent role in the offense. I think he's a good play this week for you as you're making resolutions to play some fringe players. At wide receiver, Hunter Renfro. Man, he has been a target monster, much like our very own Deontay Johnson in the Steelers' offense. Hunter Renfro has been that for Derek Carr in the Raiders' offense. And the Raiders are going up against the Indianapolis Colts um, in a game that will have huge playoff implications for the Raiders. I think it's going to be a game where they're going to need to score some points. They're going to need to throw the ball. And Hunter Renfro is going to be heavily involved in that as Derek Carr's number one uh, target on the edge. Also, kind of um, an underlying factor here as well is I think the Raiders are going to be motivated this week um, after hearing about the loss of John Madden, the iconic Raiders head coach. Um, Man, just to pause for a moment and appreciate what John Madden meant for football and the fact that I grew up on John Madden um, calling Sunday night football games with um, Al Michaels. Man, it's it's a big thing for the NFL, and it's going to be a big thing for this Raiders organization. And uh, I think you're going to see that play out in some emotion, and the Raiders are going to play tough. Um, Hunter Renfro is as tough as they come. And he's going to play like it versus the Indianapolis Colts. So I like him as a start this week as well. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. versus the highly depleted Baltimore Ravens. Um, The Ravens still have a decent rush defense. So I think the Rams are going to rely on the passing game to to score points. And uh, Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. and even Van Jefferson all um, strike me as positive plays this week guys that uh, have potential to be very good so uh, I would drop OBJ into my lineup and lock him in there uh, at wide receiver two or a flex position and expect some good numbers against the Baltimore Ravens team that just got absolutely scorched by every wide receiver on the roster of the Cincinnati Bengals this last week Uh, go ahead and start OBJ with confidence I also like to ride this wave of Isaiah McKenzie uh, versus the Atlanta Falcons. I think you can temper expectations a little bit because they do expect Cole Beasley to be back for this game. Um, I'm assuming so, but the matchup is just so good and nobody's really stood out in that offense as a uh, surefire number two receiver behind Stefan Diggs. Maybe McKenzie just did that this last week against a tough new England secondary and a, a much easier matchup versus the Falcons. If you need a guy for your flex spot, you could do way worse than Isaiah McKenzie. Pick him up off your waivers. Get him in there. Uh, definitely get him onto your bench in case you have a couple COVID-19 issues pop up later in the week or an injury of some kind uh, going into week 17. He's a great fill-in player and somebody I would resolve to play if I have him on my roster 
with the right situation in place. And then kind of as a bonus, um, I'm going to dro- drop a tight end and a defense that you can stream this week as well. A couple guys that I like. Uh, the One of them at tight end is Pat Fryermuth. I like him versus the Cleveland Browns. He scored a touchdown in their last meeting. I I think he helps this offense with uh, its, its movability in the mi- middle of the field, and I think he's going to have a role this week if he can clear the concussion protocol. So keep an eye on him if he comes back. He's a good start. He's a good stream, in my opinion, at the tight end position for week 17 somebody who could potentially help you win a matchup this week if he uh gets excuse me some red zone production like he is uh want to do on a regular basis and then at defense special teams i like the steelers versus the cleveland browns i do i baker mayfield is tossing up uh gifts uh on every other throw it seems like recently and the Steelers had some success against them in the early uh, early matchup this year. And uh, I think a bounce back is in order. It's Roethlisberger's final home game in Heinz Field. Everybody's going to be fired up and pumped up. T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward are not going to go out like they did in Kansas City or like the team did in Kansas City. They're not going to go out that like that. They're going to fight. And this Steelers defense is going to put up uh, – Uh, an opportunity for good scoring uh, for fantasy purposes. Don't sleep on them. They're a good streaming option at defense this week um, based on matchup and talent on that side of the football. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little negative stuff. We're going to sit some guys. We're going to resolve to sit some players that we might typically be starting It's going to be a tough call, but I think these guys and their matchups call for them to sit on the bench. Don't go anywhere. We'll find out who they are in just a second. Welcome back to the second half of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. You can follow me, Jeremy Betts, on Twitter at TheBets93. That's T-H-E-B-E-T-Z-9-3. I'd love to hear from you. Talk some fantasy football. Talk some Steelers football. Whatever you want to chat about, look me up on Twitter. Follow me there, and uh, we can chat Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's jump into our resolutions to sit. Some guys that we want to sit this week who potentially were typical starters for you going up into this week. Um, obviously, when you're listening to this, you know your roster way better than I do, um, and you know if you can afford to sit these players or not. What I'm trying to do with this is just tell you guys that I think have a bad matchup or situations uh, have arisen a that are not ideal for their production to either continue uh, as what it has been or um, take the next step into being a championship type performance. So we'll uh, talk some quarterbacks. I've got two here that I want to um, to mention here. The first one is Kirk Cousins versus the Green Bay Packers. Kirk Cousins was a fantasy stud for the majority of the year. The last few weeks we've seen him, he has not been that. 
He has been less than stellar. He hasn't looked good. Um, the offense, the running game, has really lifted him. And with an ailing Adam Thielen, we have seen uh, a lot of stalling in this offense that we weren't used to uh, in the early and middle portions of the season. Kirk Cousins versus the Packers. They beat him once. The Vikings beat the Packers, that is. Beat him once this year. And Green Bay is not going to like that. They're they're going to want to keep a hold of that first overall seed. The pa- Packers really, even though they have more wins, have more to play for in this. Revenge factor, division opponent, and the fact that they are trying to hold on to that one seed and play all their games in Lambeau against the surging Rams, uh, or with the surging Rams coming up, and and uh, you know the Cardinals still nipping at their heels. And even the Dallas Cowboys uh, showing some fight here at the end of the season as well, trying to make a push for that one seed. The Packers have more to play for, and uh, they're going to want to show that some of their slow finishes uh, the last couple weeks are aberrations and not the norm. I think the Packers jump all over this team, and I don't like Kirk Cousins in this matchup at all. Number two is more of a be wary than like sit him on your bench, don't touch him. Be very wary of Joey Burrow, all right? And I know as a Steelers fan, you're going to say, man, you're just biased. You don't want to see the guy succeed. You're right. Uh, I, I don't really want to see him succeed as a Cincinnati Bengal. You know, that that just goes without saying as a Steelers fan, right? But look at the team that they're facing. It's the Kansas City Chiefs who have been phenomenal on defense for the last two months. Uh, no joke, the best defense in the league for the last two months. And uh, we saw it against the Steelers, how they can just minimize everything you're trying to do with really solid play across the board on all three levels of the defense. Joe Burrow had a huge game against Baltimore. People are going to be sky high on his ability and rightfully so uh, and on his uh, fantasy performance from this last week. But the Ravens' secondary was absolutely decimated. The Ravens' offense couldn't keep up a fight, and Joe Burrow just had his way with that re- with that defense using that receiving core that is so talented and so deep. Uh, all that being said, I like KC in this matchup. I think Kansas City wins this game, and I think that they do it because their defense can shut down Joe Burrow and that passing game. I think they have the ability to do it. They have the talent on the back end. I don't like Burrow this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. At running back, a couple guys that I'm resolving to sit, three actually, Saquon Barkley. Man, I've been trying to talk myself up on this guy all year. I keep playing him in all my leagues and I keep or all my leagues that I have him and I keep getting disappointed. Well, no more. All right. No mas. That is the end of that. Saquon Barkley versus a Chicago Bears defense that is middle of the road against the run. But I just don't like his usage right now. I think he's still ailing and trying to get healthy. I think you see a different different Saquon Barkley in twenty twenty two, let's put it that way. But for now, I don't like how he uh, hurts my fantasy team, and I'm going to keep him out of my lineup this week. Uh, Dare Ogunbowale. I think I said that right. Dare Ogunbowale is the running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars this week with uh, James Robinson. Man, that's a much easier name to say. But uh, that's neither here nor there. 
Uh, Dare is uh, somebody who had a good week in fill-in duty against um, Tennessee, I believe is who they played, yes. And uh, I just don't see that continuing against a tough New England team. Uh, Tough New England defense that should be able to take away Jacksonville's offense. Um, They're going to be ready to prove that they're a top uh, AFC team still after getting kind of beat down by the Bills, division rival Bills, this last week. So New England's defense is going to rise up and try to stop Ogunbowale. I think you can stay out on him unless you're very, very desperate for a deep flex. Um, He's somebody I'm resolving to sit this week. Dante Foreman versus the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins have had one of the best defenses in the league as well over the last uh, month or two. And Dante Foreman has been uh, up and down a little bit. Um, He's been good, but I don't really trust him this week against a good Miami defense. And there are some better options out there uh, as far as RB2s and RB3s go. So uh, I have Dante Foreman in a couple leagues, and I like guys like Chase Edmonds and uh, guys like Daryl Williams much better than Dante Foreman this week. At wide receiver, Marquise Brown versus the Rams. He should draw most of Jalen Ramsey's attention, which is no good uh, for Marquise Brown and his fantasy owners. Also, Lamar Jackson, if he plays this week, will be ha- coming off a an injury that has kept him sidelined for several weeks, and uh, he's going to be a little rusty most likely. Uh, he will probably look to fall back to his legs, which are definitely his most uh, consistent asset in his game. So I think you see Marquise Brown suffer a little bit in production based on on those two factors, and that's why I'm resolving to sit him this week against the Los Angeles Rams. Russell Gage versus Buffalo. The Atlanta Falcons receiver has been pretty good um, as a or as Atlanta's de facto wide receiver one with Calvin Ridley out, but I just don't like this matchup either. Buffalo shuts down opposing uh, wide receivers uh, to the tune of being the top overall defense in that category against fantasy wide receivers. So no Russell Gage uh, for the Atlanta Falcons for me this week. And then another NFC uh, South wide receiver, DJ Moore, um, with the quarterback discontent, if you will, uh, in Carolina. There's so much back and forth on who's coming in and, and who's playing, and the neither passer is very good right now. Talking about Cam Newton and Sam Darnold, I just don't trust them to be able to get DJ Moore the ball in key situations and target him enough to make him a viable fantasy option this week for your championship or placement run in fantasy. So keep DJ Moore on the bench versus what is a tough New Orleans Saints team as well. And then, uh, like I did for uh, the guys we want to resolve to play, I'm going to give you a tight end and a defense that you can that uh, typically are startable, and I think. Based on their matchups this week, uh, I don't I don't like their their chances of producing at a level we have seen uh, so far. The first, uh, starting at the tight end position, is Kyle Pitts again playing the Buffalo Bills, who shut down opposing passing games. It's not a great matchup, and he struggled a little bit anyway as a as a rookie this year. Uh, he hasn't been consistent by any means 
no t- uh, the scoring isn't there either. So Kyle Pitts, I I don't really like this week. I think that you can uh, replace his production with a guy like Pat Frymuth, uh, who has a better opportunity this week to make some hay in the fantasy football uh, world. And then a defense that I am sitting is the uh, Cowboys. Their matchup uh, versus. Oh, sorry. Their matchup versus. Wow, I had it right in front of me, and my phone just glitched. So sorry, everybody. The their matchup against the Cardinals is is not great on paper. I think that I would. Um, I would expect Arizona to have a decent game offensively, and I don't think the Cowboys are going to score no twenty six points on uh, on this team like they did against the Washington Football Team. So, Cowboys defense I don't like very much this week. Their matchup is not strong. I'm giving it a no go for the Cowboys, even though they have been very solid for fantasy purposes the last few weeks. Well. That about wraps it up for me and this podcast. I wish you all the luck in uh, week 17 and in the coming new year, 2022. Let's hope and pray that we see an end to this crazy COVID-19 virus and all of the um, variants that have popped up and are becoming a nuisance even more than uh, the original COVID-19 is or was. Uh, You know, all those types of things coming together made for an interesting 2021. Uh, I'm excited for what 2022 might bring for myself and for for all of you as well. Um, Go Steelers. Let's win our final two. Let's give give ourselves a shot at the playoffs. Kind of right the ship a little bit. I'd love to see it and uh, hope for the best. For big Ben Roethlisberger in his, uh, what should be his last home game at Heinz Field. Man, I wish I could be there for it. But going to have to root him on from the couch on Monday Night Football. Go Steelers! We'll talk to you again next week. (laughs) 